Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because of you, I'm never sad and blue. You brighten up my day in your own special way. Whenever you're around, I'm never feeling Oh down. my God. You are my trusted friend. In you I can depend. You take me away from the pain and you bring me paradise. And when I have cloudy days, you brought sunshine in my life. It never occurred to me the first time I saw your face. I would fall so deep in love that your love can't be replaced. You are my every, you're my everything. Oh my God. Love so good, so good, so good, so good. <laughs> Only you can bring it. Only you can You bring. are my Oh, you are everything, <laughs> and everything is you. This nigga. <laughs> that was beautiful, friend. You know, it's just a great song. It is. It's but my wow. favorite of the catalog, and personally. You, you really sold it. Um, I just enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, though, guys. Um, I'm Mary J. Blige. And I'm Khalees. The, great choice. Thank you. This is the read. That's right. Back again for another one. Lots to discuss, so let's not waste time. Okay. First up, Black Excellence. Um, first, I'm going to give a shout out to FAMU student. Shout out to FAMU. Okay. Elijah Rutland. Now, this is a young man that I know that you're not going to understand the reference, but I'm going to then show you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. So there is a meme that has been quite popular for a while now of the character Rolf from the cartoon Ed, Ed and Eddie looking out of a window, but he's been changed into an African-American character. Uh You have no idea what I'm talking about, 
but here it is. That's the meme. Oh, I yep. have seen that meme. Of course you have. Okay. Because it's sickening and incredibly <laughs> popular. This young man, Elijah, is the creator of that design oh. and thus the viral meme. He just started an animation internship with Warner Brothers and is going to be working what? on uh, Green Eggs and Ham, <gasps> an upcoming Netflix show. What? That is based on the Dr. Seuss book. Oh, my God. Are you serious? All off of a meme? I love it. Here he is, um, you I know, love it. thriving and what he can do. Apparently, this uh, Green Eggs and Ham show is going to be narrated by Keegan Michael Key. David Diggs is going to be in oh, it. Oh, I'm listening. Diane I'm Keaton, watching. Oh, Tracy bitch. Morgan, oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Jeffrey Wright. You had me a David, but girl, I'm absolutely tuning the fuck into this. Looks like it's premiering <laughs> later this fall. So. Oh, that is so... You know, I really love when internet creators get, like, yes. a bigger opportunity based off what they've put into the world. That is so phenomenal. Shout out to you, Elijah, for turning, you know, probably just dicking around on the internet into a real job. Same, you know, I can relate. Also, one, uh, one time, one time for... Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> nope. Dr. Marijuana. That's right, Pepsi bitch. Van Dyke. And don't forget the Pepsi. <laughs> this is such a great story. It is. So, this woman, first of all, y'all demanded... Like, have demanded since hearing this story (laughs) that this woman be Black Excellence. We did the show in D.C. this weekend. I was doing, you know, my Black Excellence portion for that show. And someone just stood up. Uh, 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 Marijuana pets. I said, calm down, girl. You'll hear it on the (laughs) the show next week. So, they live. Now, this woman um, just recently... Uh, earned her PhD in higher education leadership. Oh, shut up. And her dissertation is titled Black Names in White Classrooms, Teacher Behaviors and Student Perceptions. This is a dissertation that basically is centered around uh, people with distinctly black names and how they are subject to uh, stereotypes, disrespect, low academic and behavioral expectations. And, I mean, with the name Marijuana Marijuana would know. She would know. She would know. And refuses to change her name to make other people happy. White people. Right. And um, I just feel like this, it kind of reminded me of, I don't know why it did, but it reminded me of when I cried during the Blackish episode where <laughs> they named uh, Devante. Devante, yeah. Because they I was were, just like, yeah. this is such an important and often overlooked mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. Because you, know you don't choose your damn name. Right. So, like, <laughs> the fact that people can be judged and and bias can be placed on people for whatever name their mama or daddy or guardian gave them is, like, something that I feel like is really, really important, especially black it people. It is. And, I mean, first of all, Marijuana Pepsi, I would never change my name either. My name's Marijuana Pepsi. I mean, that's pretty iconic, but it I imagine it had to be hard growing up with teachers judging you and kids being sons of bitches. And then your siblings are fucking Robin and Kimberly. That, I'm like, God damn, Now, wait dog. a minute. Robin, Kimberly, and Marijuana Pepsi? What the fuck, dog? Like, I would have been like, Mama, Daddy, fuck was that? But the Maybe fact they that had she, some Pepsi and got a little high the night she was conceived? I, mean, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, as, honestly... Like, I feel like that could also happen to me. So, you know, (laughs) I'm not like mad at it. What I really love is that she took Mm -hmm. her name and the experience she had with it and turned that shit into a thesis and a whole ass PhD. And now you have to say doctor before the marijuana. Yeah, marijuana, Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, gonna make your jokes, nigga, but it's Dr. Marijuana, Pepsi to you, bitch. That is correct on today. Amen. That's beautiful. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Well, um, let's scoot along down to um, the pop culture section of today. Let's see what to call it. Hmm. Oh, Lord. I'm going to call it... (laughs) Oh, no. Hot Tops Trade in America? Yes. That's what I got today. Trade in America. Mm. I mean, I like it. Trade Runner. (laughs) You know, I haven't seen these movies, so. <laughs> um, no, it's it's great. For trade me. of Honor. <laughs> oh, whatever. Maid of Honor. Is that a Jennifer Lopez movie? I feel like it is. I feel like is it is. Is that the one with right? her and Jane Fonda? No, that's Monster. Oh, all. that's Monster. Oh, my God. And that movie was good. It's so good. I don't know. It don't matter. Anyway. All right. So let's talk about the BT Awards. Uh, I didn't watch them when they aired. Of course not. Because award shows for me, I just feel like, you know, I'll just catch the highlights the next day. Mm -hmm. But it looks like I, you know, for the most part, it was a great all all over overall. I mean, (laughs) show. Um, I enjoyed most of the performances and the clips that I did see. Of course, Marseille Martin wins. Of course. Young Star Award and is a meme again. Immediately. Talent. <laughs> comedy. That reaction. Like, little sis. <laughs> I feel like you should have known you was going to win. But then also, like, she looked genuinely like, bitch, what? Like, right. it was just great. It was just a great moment. So my favorite performance was Lizzo's. 
Um, Lizzo. And I'm saying that ignoring Mary's, because that wasn't a performance. No, that, that was, that was an experience. Yes. That right. was a moment in time. Yes. Which we will discuss in a second. You're right. But yeah, Lizzo, what an undeniable talent and beauty. It just, I'm, I'm so glad she did Truth Hurts because it's such a great song. Mm-hmm. It was perfect for this. Um, it was perfect for the BET Awards and it's getting Truth Hurts closer and closer to being her first entry into the Billboard Top 10. So, you know, hashtag justice for Truth Hurts. I'm so glad that she did that. The But everything about it was phenomenal. However, when that bitch turned back around with that fucking flute and started going in on you hoes, I Rihanna said, got on her feet. <laughs> Rihanna, I said, bitch, Rihanna is going in. Therefore, like, nobody can say anything. How could you not? <laughs> How could you not? To dance and rap so and good. sing and play the goddamn flute yes. and still be singing. Yes. Like, and as a fat black girl who plays the flute, I'm just like, oh my God, look at me and my people. I do. I used to have right. a flute in my house right now. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, look at my people on stage. It was just great. I love that her dancers are like, thick big whatever word you use for those girls as well but i just loved it i loved every single fucking thing about that performance it Truth was Hurts so good. is um dangerous for me because when i listen to it i can't help but for the rest of the day scream you could have had a bad bitch like no, out of absolutely nowhere it's it just so comes good. out it's i can't so good. stop and we think about it it applies to so much mm-hmm. like so many of us either right now or at some point in time yeah have had someone that we could have said to them, you could have had a bad bitch. Absolutely. But now you know. I can name a few of them niggas. Now you know. Now you know. So don't waste the opportunity yes. in the future. For me, it's the very opening line of why men great till they gotta be great. Yeah, that's The first time I heard Truth Hurts and I heard that line, I was like, okay, whoever this girl is, I'm all in. Like, I'm all fucking in after that one line. Yeah. So she absolutely killed it. Um, Cardi B and Offset opened the show. I liked Offset's performance. I was going to say, don't really know what Cardi was doing up there. However, the fact that Offset decided to jig, I lived. Yeah, I'm I'm here for niggas having choreography and like making an actual effort yeah. in their rap performances. Mm-hmm. And I, I know when he was younger, he when he was younger, he was in a Whitney Houston video, mm-hmm. which people obviously posted after that performance. But times, yeah. I love that he was like involved in the choreography and like really sold it. Like it was great. I yeah. said, okay, Offset, like more of this, more of niggas and especially rap niggas participating in the choreography and dancing right now your wife you know like uh, mike clearly was not live and cardi said herself she got two left feet when it come to choreography and all that so she's not bad she's not bad but i was just like okay but <laughs> can we bring back offset you know honestly this was the first time that i truly enjoyed the bet awards top to bottom the whole fucking show i really loved it and um but mary j blige are we are we at that point where we're going to talk about is there anything else in the show you wanted to cover before we got yeah. to the glory that mary was um loved her and ybn <laughs> corday their performance literally gave me goops, goosebumps. Who is Wabi? Lord is coming. You didn't see her's performance? Oh, her. Okay, I'm sorry. And I thought you were Corday. saying her like... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Mary. her the Right, H-E-R. Okay. Yes, yes. No, I fucking love her. Like, yeah. she is everything. That so performance good. was everything. It was. It was really good. And I'm really not one for spoken word. I'm usually like, oh, girl, please throw it away. Delete it. But... <laughs> especially after you know it was the exonerated five came out on stage Mm -hmm. and all that so i and that was already deep in my feelings so i was just totally here for it i loved it um what else lil nas x 
seemed uh, <laughs> a little nervous to me, but yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the first few performances probably of his career. So, I mean, especially a televised award one. Right. You know, first performance for people over the age of five, maybe. Also. <laughs> because I know he's he's big on the elementary school circuit. Oh, they live. Old Town Road has blocked Taylor Swift for the second time from a number one, and I am simply I'm reveling in it. Full of <laughs> Bitch, I fucking love it. But um, Billy Ray Cyrus came out. I liked that as well. I felt like Miley was probably some more seething because her daddy has been so readily welcomed. Yeah, she just got rid But again, because her daddy um, actually sticks to what the fuck he knows and doesn't play around with black music just for the <laughs> fuck of it. It was like, look, I got my guitar. Tell me where to stand. Yeah, and that's I it. I mean, me. and I'm sure these ducats he's getting off of Old Town Road... <laughs> I'm sure he's very glad he's that he happy. said, yes, bitch, it's for me. No problem. I don't know why Lil Nas X would have been nervous because it's not like his mic was on. But, you Oof. know, not. I don't really care about his performance. That's I just love that song. So And his EP is good. Oh, I did not know he had an EP. Okay. Yeah, it came out like, I guess, this past weekend. Oh, like the I know he has a new single, album. but I didn't even, I haven't, at least, I haven't even. Um, it's decent. It's like seven songs, one. eight songs or something like that. But okay. uh, good for him. I'm sure the kids are going to eat it up. There's only, when I looked at it, there was only one explicit icon <laughs> like, oh, of all of the tracks. <laughs> um, Did you see Tyler Perry's uh, icon award speech? Let me say this. Um, Tyler Perry's speech highlighted basically everything I love and appreciate about him. Yes. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, so I was very impassioned and excited about the things that he was saying and had to clap my hands to him because all of that stuff is true and it's amazing. I had no idea that his studio used to be a Confederate army base. Me either, but I mean, it's in Georgia, so of course it was. Facts, okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I loved that and definitely appreciate Tyler Perry and the fact, as I've said a million times, that he has always given black talent black crews and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff work we I all definitely love that. appreciate that hopefully they can bring in some new writers as well you know that's the thing about tyler perry i have to give him his props because he is actually doing it instead mm-hmm. of just talking about it and he really does pay black people what Absolutely, they're worth yeah. like taraji said however on the flip side of that to taraji <laughs> i'm sorry taraji was paid for acrimony you know, and I bet she and I bet probably half the budget went to Taraji's actual salary. I and I wouldn't either. Because I think uh, you know, once it was all said and done, acrimony probably still net twenty, twenty eight million dollars. I think you can look it up. Right. So, um the thing is like I am all for Tyler Perry talking his shit. I I do not like what Tyler Perry puts out more often than not. But I respect forty six point four. See. He, so it, it grossed 46.4. What was yeah, the budget? 20. 20. So yeah, made 26 million, net $26 million. You, you know, that's a win no matter how you look at it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even though Acrimony probably has two stars on everybody's website, because, and, wow. you know, but, 3% on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, but it don't matter. <laughs> because still great talent. So many actors in it that I like. Right. And they're just a working. terrible everything and else. And I just, right. <laughs> That's but it. I am all for black people working. So and it's not know, like all of the productions are awful. Yeah, and I have seen some criticisms of Tyler. Like, you know, he doesn't hire union writers. He fires anybody who blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know I all those details. heard those things. So I'm not even going to pretend to get into all that. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, even though so much of what Tyler puts out 
is not at all for me. And I feel like he definitely has an issue with colorism. He absolutely has an issue with like women altogether, like giving them AIDS as some sort of punishment for being sexual or owning their sexuality. Like there's so many valid criticism that, criticisms of Tyler. But does he deserve an Icon Award? I think so. Absolutely. I think so. Even <laughs> though there's so much wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's so like much in wrong. terms of content, subject matter, yes. there's a like a lot that can a be lot that can discussed. Be but overall, the yeah. shit that he was talking on that fucking stage, that was real absolute shit. black ass, yes. absolutely. And saying, you know, that he's tried to ins- he's trying to inspire rather than being an icon mm-hmm. is something that also is really amazing to me because if more young black creators can sort of follow in that line and make dope shit and put other people on and all of that stuff yes cool um besides that think. regina um, hall was a great oh host. my god regina hall when they opened i knew it was a homecoming parody I yeah mean, immediately. immediately right yeah immediately but bitch it was so funny yeah and i love that she brought out like og ass niggas yeah. i love that taraji was out for that opener and truly regina is fucking hilarious a lot yeah. of y'all did not know this which but how? Regina, i don't know because like have y'all not even i have seen scary movie my whole repressed ass. Duh. so like regina is fucking hilarious and she absolutely killed it that's why i and i tweeted the next day you know i am rude to you bet and i at them niggas i was like you know usually i'm mean but you niggas did that yeah. and you should be proud of yourselves and then somebody pointed out to me later that um, the cast of Pose was not invited and Pose was not at all acknowledged or oh, anything during wow. that show. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And it don't make no sense because Billy Porter, Janet Mock, like these are two huge names, not just in black culture, but in the like the global culture. Like yeah. they are important ass people. And this show is huge. Yeah. It's already been renewed for a third season. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't even think about that. Why hasn't BET like they took the chance over and over to acknowledge cisgender heterosexual black men who have been through some shit. And I'm all for that. Yeah. But we could have made time in that three hour and 30 minute show to acknowledge pose and invite the girls. Maybe Janet mock and uh, Billy Porter were busy that weekend, but you could have invited the rest of the girls and Angelica tweeted something about them not being like invited or included at all. And I'm like, who at BET is dropping the ball on this? Y'all have to include the LGBTQ community because we the are y'all. front center. You, right. Dr- fucking Dre a bitch. Like what does a bitch even do? Sell fucking swimsuits and act like a thought on Instagram. Pose should have absolutely been acknowledged. The girls should have been invited and they should have been a part of the show. Period. That's a good point. BT, I don't know how y'all fucked that up. But otherwise, I truly enjoyed it. I really did. Somebody actually emailed us and was like, I feel like you only said you like the BT Awards because you Hollywood now, which that is the uh, you know that's what? offensive because I am <laughs> I am absolutely not Hollywood you know Harlem would at best but <laughs> but more importantly I said that I liked the awards because I really did like the awards I had the opportunity to be paid to tweet and that's I just said, a thing no, thank now you. that's I want gonna happen whatever but I'm like you know whatever I wanted whatever I said about BET to be genuine and not necessarily because I was paid for it or whatever else because if we you have said something BET negative so many times 
times. If you would have like genuinely disliked it and said something <laughs> negative, somebody would have been, "Oh, girl, BT is the only show that are the only You're award right. show it that ain't blah, no way blah, to blah, win. blah blah blah." It like, ain't no way to win. Like, You're suck right. a gooch. Like, you just... gotta just keep it punching. <laughs> right. You're right. But it was just like, sis, I'm absolutely not whatever you think Hollywood is. I really enjoyed the show. Like, I truly liked it. It's so fun. The whole fucking thing. I had a good time. So, shout out to BT. However, y'all need to do way better at making sure you include the rest of us and um yeah yeah one step at a time but uh we need to be the next step thank you mjb what (laughs) i told i I know dustin is fucking living right now bitch when lil kim came out she looked so cute. She did. And met the man too, nigga. Also looked and great. And Mary, Mary said, you know what? Here's the thing. I know that if there's a tribute for me, y'all gonna hire, y'all gonna, not Thanks. even hire, y'all gonna call one of them SoundCloud rappers. Y'all gonna bring, you know, some LMA up here or whatever. Of. You know, no shade to LMA, but y'all gonna bring some girls up here who can absolutely not do Mary. And really, the only bitch who can do Mary is me. I mean. So I'm just gonna go up there and do my own fucking tribute. And she Killed it. Every fucking... I was... I said, this is my fucking legend right here, man. As so, soon as I saw those boots coming above that knee, <laughs> I said, it's time oh to party. Oh, Lord. That makes me think of Fantasia. Fantasia also performed. Did an incredible oh, yeah. job. But she had boots on. I said, she's not coming out them shoes. Yeah. Because you know what? Fantasia is it's up in the air. As soon as that one <laughs> yeah. pump flies across the sky, I yes. know that it's a party. But Mary... um. I can't think of anyone who deserves that um, award or that acknowledgement more. And her tribute to herself was phenomenal. So, um, Sidebar, what was that intro from Puffy? Uh, well, you know, I, I don't know. The nigga was there, one, <laughs> first of all. So I feel like you could have just went on the stage. Right. Like, why was this pre-recorded? I don't know. I was like expecting for Mary to hop out of this car. It looked like a like a cologne ad or something. Oh, Lord. He was just like, all hail the queen. <laughs> Oh, hell, queen. Like all of these different shots of yeah. him standing in front of this fucking expensive ass car. And it just went on. And I'm like, okay, where's Mary at? And then it was over. I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess this was his present. Maybe he couldn't come. Jump no, cut to right this there. nigga right yeah. there like in the fucking audience. <laughs> probably nodding to intro too. Like, I did the fuck out of Yeah. Him. So I don't know. But also, okay. I lived for, and this may have just been me. I don't know how many other people probably resonated or this resonated with them. Um, during Real Love, there was a shot with Tiny and T.I. in the audience. I saw that. And Tiny was chewing her gum <laughs> so hard. And I just felt like, I want to go shopping with this woman. Like, oh, Lord. I, there was, I just lived for that moment. I don't know why. If you didn't watch it, please go find the clip and go to where, when you get to Real Love, look out. for. She's and like, go, yeah, go find real it. Love. And I felt like they panned to Tiny and T.I. on purpose because she keep putting up with his bullshit. You know, niggas call that Real Love, so... I felt like wow. they absolutely did that <laughs> didn't, deliberately. Didn't think of it. Oh, I did. I said, I know why y'all paying the tiny because you consider women sacrificing everything to be real love. Oof. But anyway, an incredible show I felt overall. Oh, another thing I I didn't necessarily have an issue with it or I, maybe I did, uh, you know, did opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best female hip hop award. Was Cardi right? I mean, it really should have gone to Megan, but I'm gonna let it go. Megan and Lizzo were nominated, bitch. I just don't like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Here's the thing: I enjoy Cardi just like I enjoy Nicki, sure. but 
there are some girls who are writing and performing and like putting Oof. out incredibly quality um, music at, How many on top people of that. <laughs> have you seen say it's a hot girl summer? How many? Every, like, me, I'm, I just like, said it today. I mean, so <laughs> like, okay, you know, sure. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't like that video for that song. I don't like. What, press? Mm-hmm. I don't like press either. So I didn't even watch the video because I don't like the song. It's very, I mean, they're putting the budget to good use. It looks okay. very expensive. Okay. A lot of the shots are um, interesting creative wise. You know what? I don't even think that it's that I dislike the whole video because it's a decent video. I just don't really understand the purpose of like hers being this murderer or whatever. And there was a shot where like she's dancing with all of these women and they're all like naked, but they look like dolls because oh. their like stuff is like blurred out or whatever. Okay. All right. And um, there's like a shot at the end where she's the only one standing and all of the other women are like dead on the ground like Mm, in blood i think that i was slightly triggered by watching these brown women like laying down in pools of blood i didn't understand what the purpose of the dancers dying was yeah like kill the niggas sure (laughs) (laughs) but something about that i don't know it just kind of upset me a little bit but maybe i'm just being nitpicky about it i mean i just like i said the first time we brought it up i don't like press because i know she's talking about the shade room and i just like bitch please (laughs) i don't have time for this press 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 like girl okay you sick of the shade room talking shit about you you stick a niggas in the shade well room. she just All went right. off on um tmz for um okay there you at tmz as well for talking about her uh was it 14 charges for this um case where she had niggas go up to were they like the strip club and, and put hands on those two girls that allegedly slept right. with offset were they allegedly? ultra disrespectful at tmz or what because girl everybody talked about your 14 charges i mean yeah i mean were they disrespectful no okay. I, but like i think that it's just a matter of being talked about negatively, period. Mm -hmm. Because she also said that, like... Her someone from her team had to call up there and tell them that she's not pregnant because they were getting ready to run a story oh, that she's Lord pregnant God. because they heard it from a quote unquote source. Whatever, you know, Mama's having a moment at the time, at the moment. Yeah, because I... of these charges, there is misdemeanor, reckless endangerment, criminal solicitation, conspiracy, harassment, oh, and Lord. assault, as well as two counts of felony attempted assault with intent to cause serious physical injury. Because that's what they intended Um, and I think that she was like she rejected a plea deal when it was like a a misdemeanor and it was like maybe two of these charges or like other like separate charges and because she was like fuck that and she's pleading not guilty they're like trying to get her get her but I I don't like she's gonna settle sweetheart and write a check like Cardi is not going to jail behind this I really I truly doubt it so so oh yeah I doubt it too but You know what? I'm going to get a master's degree in fucking psychology or social work or something just so I can counsel Cardi B personally and privately. Because I feel like what she really needs is a therapist she can trust. Because, girl, getting all riled up behind this dumb shit on the Internet. Sis, you are winning in real life. You are winning in real, actual, everyday meat space. Who gives a fuck what TMZ or The Shea Room has to say? Like... Cardi's energy does not need to be directed there, but whatever. They absolutely, I feel like they gave it to her, but I also feel like Lizzo, I mean, or even Megan, even though Megan is relatively new to like this kind of attention, Megan's raps are incredible. She writes them herself. 
She performs her ass off. She looks great. She's, Lizzo, exact same thing. They're literally eating it up right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they yeah, are. I'm fine. But whatever. You yeah. Know, Cardi, whatever. It, I don't I don't really care about yeah. who got that award. But yeah, it ended up the way it ended up. Speaking of rap girls, um, CEO of QC, of Quality Control Music, <laughs> alleges that JT will be home in the next 90 days. He I said bet. during an interview. Um, I believe it when I see it. I hope so. Mm-hmm. You know, love JT. That and reminds me that Pregnant Ash Risha co- uh, performed at the BET Awards as well. Did she? For all of 45 seconds. I didn't see that. She did like one, because she did like one verse of one song and then the camera panned to somebody else and that was that. Did she? And I was like, so Q just made her ass get out there is right. what I'm getting from this. Q was like, bitch, I don't care if you're pregnant. You're getting your ass on stage. Did she, did she look like she could have had a V8 as she often does? She looked she looked and sounded like she did not want to be there. So you take that as you want to. Okay. Yep. Well, good luck to the city girls and to the city. Also, um, in terms of uh, women in rap, you brought Queen Radio back. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love it. Um, it's so good. Wish you hadn't. Hot but... garbage that I love. Here we are. <laughs> anyway, today. You're welcome. All of y'all out there. Um, so Nicki Minaj has returned to your sound waves and things like that because she's got a single to promote. Um, Megatron mm-hmm. finally came out. We did surmise that it is the Filthy Ridden, which is, I think, probably most known for songs like uh, Heads High by Mr. Vegas. This is the sample that I was trying to place last week, I believe. Hallelujah. Love the song, hate the video. Um, I don't even hate the video. I just don't really like it. It's just like I don't hate it. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You really love this nigga and you're very pretty. <laughs> like, and that's how I took that. <laughs> and you're from the islands. There you go. That's it. <laughs> sure. You know, like, okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I do like the song. I'm, it might have a lot to do with me being, you know, Jamaican American. I think that. It, I mean, it seems like the song kind of got mixed reception because it's like a lot of people either really like it or like don't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see many people who are like in the middle. I'm solidly in the middle. Yeah. Like, I will listen to it. It's fine. It's not like, oh, my God, cut this shit off like fucking starships. But Grand Piano. I cannot. Or, oh, God, Grand Oof. Piano is the name which we do not speak. Okay, God damn. <laughs> but Megatron is perfectly, like, listenable. But will I, like, go seek it out? No. Um. So, yeah, the song's cool. She went up to her um booth that they probably have. For, I feel like they just have a room in there that's Nikki's. Of course. And um, did her Queen Radio thing with her... New management. Oh, that was so much. <laughs> Queen Radio. I know you didn't listen to it, but it was. So I popped much. in for like maybe ten minutes. I mean, because was, I heard she was calling white people Purdue chickens, so I was like, "Oh, totes." She did do that. She went in and she said, uh, "Like Miley, know all she did was suck dick or whatever." Like she was talking about whoever dick Mike Will or whoever dick Miley was sucking in the studio. Yeah, like, Will. oh my god, girl. She said. <laughs> Purdue chickens can never talk shit about queens. Mm. She disrespected me in a magazine article for no reason. I had just seen her. I don't know why. <laughs> because that's how she talks. I had just seen her after she sucked Mike Will's dick in the studio. <laughs> um, Fine. You guys, so I guess this is supposed to be in response to... um. 
some song that Miley Cyrus put out on her new album where she likes nigga music again. And she says something like, I love you, Nikki, but I listen to Cardi. Yeah. And uh, just like, you so could have just not done wildly that. Wildly unnecessary. <laughs> like, we don't even care. We girl. do like, not care. None of, us, none of us give a shit. What were you attempting to do with we this? We do not care, Sistrin. How about that? But, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't really feel strongly about it one way or the other, but I, I listen care. to, I listen to Queen Radio. You know, I love Queen Radio. Mm-hmm. The interview with Black China was a wretched. So that's where I came in. Yeah, that Literally, was really bad. The very first <laughs> thing so I heard when I clicked on was Black China's the beginning of Black China's interview. Yeah, and I thought to myself, okay, mm-hmm. why? You know, I know Black China has a um, like a reality show coming on on that like that some Zeus app. network. Yeah, something I've never really thing. heard of. And. So I'm like, okay, she's probably trying to promote that or whatever. Do I really need to hear Nicki Minaj talk to her about it? No. Like, I feel like. I mean, and they didn't really talk about it. Like, as soon as she came out, she was like, yeah, this docuseries coming out. It was like, cool. And then after that, it was like, so do you think about me when you play with your pussy? Literally. What? Do you guys, do you think (laughs) that people would want to see us in a threesome? No, girl, we do not want to hear y'all clacking together <laughs> like them fucking plastic toys. Do you think we would be the baddest lesbian couple of all time? Gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. <laughs> no, because neither one of you bitches is a lesbian. And Probably not like, even bi. What is... <laughs> oh, I fully believe that Angela will munch box. Oh, absolutely. Not Onika, but I fully <laughs> believe that Black China is a top. Listen, Nikki knew to cut that shit off when Trina came on the air and that's all that mattered. Trina is a better interview than China. China gives one word answers and leaves a lot of dead air, which is just anybody who is, I don't even think you have to have media training to know that like when you're being interviewed, you should give an answer and then like something else. It's not just like yes or no, girl. But part of that is also on the interviewer. I had to look back at the computer and make sure I wasn't it was glitching and my Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> oh she's just not saying nothing it was a mess it was like a total 180 between China and Trina I mean because respect first of all Icon album out now the one make sure that you have it it's imperative for the summer Right. my girl gave you everything there's sex music there's weed music there's fuck that nigga music there's shake that ass music listen I mean and I love Baps I love the song with Nicki it's great I love it so I thought it was so great for them to be in the studio together but then they played uh, that fuck Mary kill game Oh. The very first question that Nikki asked her was fuck Mary Kill, Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian. And she said, fuck Kylie, Mary Kim, and kill Chloe. <laughs> Trina was like, and kill Chloe. And I was like, ooh, we. She doesn't give a fuck. That was the moment I remember that Chloe had fucked around with French Montana, but then somebody tweeted me and was like, bitch, and, and James, James Harden. Harden, do not forget yeah. two of Trina's niggas. So. All of this hullabaloo that you yeah. and the rest of the clan are trying to Y'all do. T- right, talking all this big shit about Jordan Woods and they some new clip. I'm buying out. whatever Jordan's selling. Period. I'm getting all them fucking lashes and shit. I don't give a fuck. fucking collection. I'm getting all that cheap shit. Because... Because <laughs> fuck I'm, y'all. I'm surprised. Because fuck y'all. Kim Kardashian uh, in an interview or whatever for this fucking reality show talking about talking to Kylie and her sisters on uh, like a group phone call talking about when you know she feeds her whole family off of what you did for her Kylie and it's like and you feed your whole family over what Ray J did for you okay you know what that's really everything I was gonna say that's that sums it all up we don't care we don't care we don't care 
I actually don't believe Jordan even did anything wrong. But what really meant, like, I don't care if Jordan fucked and sucked your man in front of everybody on YouTube Live. You hoes deserve it because all of you hoes is guilty of the same shit. So I literally do not care. Tinashe running around clubs <laughs> with a straight Ooh, razor. A we're I tired of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> like we're done. We're over it. And that's so it. keep it. But yes, uh, Katrina Taylor, legitimate icon. Nikki lives. She stands. Yeah. Um, and the album's fantastic. Make sure you get it. Queen Radio, on the other hand. Wow. I like, love it. High quality programming. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> never short of entertaining mm. the few 10 minutes that I caught were not unfortunately I was late to the game because once she asked mama if she touches her clit when she thinks about the dog I was like no nope, I'm finished it was too like, much I'm good I don't need any more yep, of this that's right but there were definitely lots of other hot takes apparently she's got a marriage license for her and this new nigga she said that over and over and over she said it multiple times multiple times oh okay that the license has been procured and they just need to go pick it up. So I'm not sure if that means they asked, because you know you only have a certain amount of time between when yeah, you get yeah. it and when you have to like sign it and file it with the state. Yeah. So I don't know if that means the lawyers picked it up or if they just requested it and they need to go get it. But I personally, you know, me and my third eye, I get the feeling Nicki Minaj is pregnant. A Even lot of people are saying this. She denied it. She denied it on Queen Radio over and over. Like, and Trina was like, let me look at this bitch stomach. Like, Trina was making it, like, very clear. Like, I'm looking, bitch. But mm-hmm. I think she is because when she first got in the studio, um, she was talking about how she wanted a drink. And dude was, like, you know, offering her whatever liquor. And she was like, not liquor, you know, juice or soda. And I didn't think nothing of it at first. Like, mm-hmm. she probably just don't want to be fucked up at work. Because, but she kept bringing up this marriage thing. She kept bringing up how she wants to have kids. And I just, and the fact that she's not going to be on Chris Brown's tour anymore. She's not doing the U.S. leg of Queen anymore. Oh, she's not. She's not. So oh I my God, like, how are the barbs handling that? I think they're handling just fine because we all want that Queen era to be over. But I feel, <laughs> I feel like Nikki is, I do think she's either pregnant or like going to be pregnant very, very soon. Maybe so. she's even, maybe she's not pregnant right now, but she knows that she wants to work on it. Right. I just hope she gets a, I hope she signs a prenup. I'm sure her new Girl. white manager will have her on top of her shit. You told me that Travis Scott's manager is managing her. Yes. And she had to, she said, so I don't know why y'all not listen to Queen Radio. Y'all need to. But <laughs> <laughs> quit bullshitting. You know you love it. Mm. But she, um, <laughs> She was like, this is my first time walking back, uh, cocksucker of the day. I can't do her accent. Mm. But she was like, you know, basically she's walking it back for the first time. And, of course, she had clowned them when the whole thing came out. You know, blame Baby Stormy. Stormy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic day. You know I need that shit. You know I need Iconic it. Iconic <laughs> day. So she was like, this is my first time walking it back. And then she was like, you know, I don't take a lot of calls. A lot of people want to manage me. I don't do all that. But, you know, this white man called and I was like, sure. And I said, so he really called you and said, give it the winning team. Exactly. And you was like, okay. Right. (laughs) And I'm not mad at that. You fired all your niggas and was like, I need to be going platinum. And if that mean, you know, selling energy drinks and and albums, if that means selling T-shirts and albums, you know, Stormy's pacifying albums, it don't matter. But I need to be number one. What you need to do. Is come over here. Yep. I feel like that's what that white man said. And he was on the show very briefly. Like he was on probably 10, 15 minutes at the absolute most. He was on a phone call. But 
you know, he stand the entire time. He gave her nothing but compliments, which I'm sure was absolutely necessary <laughs> for her to even consider taking the call. But, yeah. you know, I don't whatever Nikki's management is. Good luck to that bitch. I just want good music from you. That's literally it. Nigga, Pamela Anderson is on the Hills reboot. OK, I'm not looking at that. <laughs> this is just like an ad on the side of this page about of this story I'm about to read. Nigga, OK. I am in. <laughs> like, what? I knew that, like, Justin Bobby and some of the other girls that aren't Lauren are on there. So I was like, uh, without Conrad, I'm good. Yeah, I don't look at all. Pam Anderson? This literally says Pamela Anderson saged her son's crotch <laughs> on the hills, and it was amazing. Um, My DVR said. I'm not looking right. at No, I'm not looking at that. So, <laughs> Tierra Marie was arrested um, for uh, driving drunk, allegedly. Um, and driving on three good tires because her front right tire or something was busted out. <sighs> this is not funny because she was clearly fucked up. Right. And, like driving drunk, you could easily kill other people. It but... says that she was easily spotted because there were sparks <laughs> flying from the tire. Like, that's what made me laugh. The thought that this bitch probably hit something. Right. A flat. And just kept going. And then going. was like, I'm going to just keep, oh, whoa, what's wrong with this road? Oh, my God. LA, no, they need to fix these potholes. Like, bitch, no, it's you, While bitch. it looks like the 4th of July. LA PD is like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> like, the one joke I think I told is the, like, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I know the cop had to come and, like, knock on her window. She rolled it down, and they were just like, so, bitch, we, like, we do all you know. know. That you have three tires? No, she do not know that. And I feel like she was just like, I feel like they were like, you know what, ma'am? Just go ahead and step out the vehicle. We all know you're not going to pass no sobriety test. But it is sad because she, we know that Tierra Marie has struggled with alcohol addiction before. That, that's what I was going to say. She went to rehab on the show. So, you know, this is a real life situation where it's like, I don't really want to laugh. It's funny because she was driving on three wheels. That's like the only comedic part Just, of it. You know, the visual is funny, but the, you the fact that she could have killed got anybody. yourself killed, got someone else killed, both. Like, come on now. We have Uber. We've got Lyft. Yeah. And it's I just can't not even worth say, it. like, I'm not even the type of bitch who can be like, I've never driven b- drunk before because I absolutely Me neither. Like, Same. I ain't shit for that. But I also could have killed myself or other people. And absolutely. It's fucked up. Like, you shouldn't, you simply should not. And that was before Uber and all that. Yeah, same. If Uber existed back then, I would have never driven drunk. Absolutely not. But it's not, there's no excuse for that either way. So I hope Tierra Marie gets the help she needs because when you're drinking like that, it's because there's something deeper going on emotionally, not because you just want to party. They said that they found an open can of Four Loco in the car, and that's Four Loco really didn't give a oh, fuck. Oh, God damn. Tierra I didn't even know Marie they still is sell that bottom, bullshit. Right. I thought they... I thought that shit was banned because they had gasoline it's in it. It's banned in a shit. lot of places. Oh Four Loko and they found an unsealed bottle of Kettle One in the car. Oh, no. I don't like this. Girl, Tierra, I hope you all good. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. All, the memes Ooh. and shit in no, the back and forth with the 50 cent. I don't know what the stress may be if, they, if it's there. But, honey, nah. We can't be doing that. Hope yeah. you're good. Um, Carmelo Anthony is dodging some uh, new cheating rumors because some... Uh, paparazzi photos of him on a yacht with some woman in a bikini that is not uh, Lala mm-hmm. were seen and posted over uh, the past few days, maybe yesterday or so. Yeah, I saw those pictures. Um, so he hopped on 
the gram to let y'all know that you need to leave him alone and stop making up stuff. He was on a business retreat. That woman is married. Oh, Chile. And her husband was allegedly there. And, you know, now he got to go and talk to his wife and his, you know, his son. Like, y'all making stuff hard for his family. I thought to myself, so wait a minute. Okay. You were on this yacht, like you were on this yacht on a business retreat with this man and her husband. I mean, this man and his <laughs> wife right. in this bikini and stuff. And Lala just didn't know that you was going to be on the yacht. Right. Yeah. I almost wish he hadn't made a statement at all because I assume that he and Lala had an understanding where she was like, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to spend your money and fuck around out here. And he was like, cool. Because her hair is done every time. <laughs> All the time, okay? I see her, honey. Sur- she stays on top of them surgeries, okay, New bitch? bag, new shoes. <laughs> and that's it. So I just su- assumed that the two of them had reached an agreement and that was that. But maybe not based off this explanation. Right. It's just, the, the explanation definitely made it, it worse to me. Right. It did not look good at all. Because where is this woman's husband if he's there like why is it the two of you in these photos like if this is a lie you should have just lied to her you, right and right, just right. not because now but i don't think lala expected carmelo anthony to be faithful to her not after you know the whole baby thing and i know people are mad at lala something came out on facebook which so you know may or may not be true about um lala is the reason that carmelo don't have a relationship with his daughter and the little girl looks just like him and all this and what? it's like Right. First of all, even if that's true, it's not Lala's fault Carmelo don't have a relationship with his child. Right. Because if she said, if she said, you can either be with me or be a daddy to your little girl, it was on him to be like, I'm going to be a daddy to my little girl. Fuck you. Absolutely. And divorce her. Like, that was absolutely on him. So if he agreed to not be a father so that he could stay married to Lala, then he's a piece of shit. Like, you're just a fucking garbage ass man. Like, that is trash. So I don't blame her for that. But, you know, I also don't even know if that's true because niggas will make up anything on Facebook. Anything. Fucking thing. And believe it. Yes. So. So who knows if it's true or not? Um, last but not least, speaking of like situations and agreements. Willow Smith is making headlines after the latest Red Table Talk. <laughs> Did you see Cammy? Absolutely. She was beside herself. She's Cammie like, look, she I'm cool with this Red Table Talk shit, but y'all are absolutely bugging on today. I don't know what the Cammie fuck y'all said, are Oh, that polyamory? Oh, no, baby. Get that the sure. fuck on Mm-mm. round from me. Ch- no. A quadruple? Oh, <laughs> no, child. Grammy was not here for none of y'all she new age bullshit. at all. <laughs> She's Willow was like, well, how would you feel if I was in a thruple or a quadruple or Jada asked her that? And she was yeah. like, I would not be excited. That- like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. You know, and so Jada, somebody, the question was asked of Jada and Grammy if they would be into a, th- a thruple or a thruple, thruple. A thruple. And of course, Jada's like, hell yeah, because, you know, the rumors about her and Will have been going mm-hmm. on for years. But Gammy was quick to be like, hell no, bitch, don't know who the fuck you think you're talking not to. for me. <laughs> And not today, bitch. So I, I really loved it. But I'm not surprised that Willow is one of these new age hippie ass kids who's into polyamory. She says, I love men and women equally. And so I would definitely want one man, one woman. Um, wow. I'm not the kind of person that is consistently looking for new sexual experiences. Experiences I focus a lot on the emotional connection. And I feel like if I were to find two people <sighs> of the different genders that I really connected with, and we had a romantic and sexual connection. I don't feel like I would feel the need to try and go find more. So, yeah, I'm all for, you know, kids 
our younger, the younger generation being at least open to figure out whatever is going on. Because unfortunately, so many people still believe that sexuality is like this assigned thing that is just like unmoved. And it's just if you're a guy, you like women. You know, if you're a woman, (laughs) you like guys. And if that isn't you, you're defective. Right. And that's just literally not how sexual right. works it is never not. has been never will be it is not <laughs> so i'm at least much like many things in the world i'm happy to see that this generation of kids is like you know what fuck what you older bitches is talking about i'm right. gonna do me because y'all to, are fucking crazy. all you niggas are fucking depressed and i don't care what the fuck y'all yeah. have to say about i'm gonna do anything. what i gotta do i honestly feel the same way as willow i don't know if i'm gonna end up with somebody or somebody's and i don't know what those people's gender might be i'm very much like if we have an emotional emotional connection then that matters much more than whatever your gender is Mm. or gender presentation and all that shit so i totally feel her but when i say gammy was not having none of that bullshit (laughs) she looked like she wanted somebody she wanted someone to bring her a shot of hennessy i loved it yeah (laughs) she was like all right just so you know, I'm not here for none of that we shit. We talk about a lot of new age shit on this fucking shit here. <laughs> but I'll be I damned. don't know about this. Y'all got uh, me fucked up. No, girls. <laughs> Shout out to Gammy. Oh, the realest. They're just so beautiful. I love her. I love her. Yes. And I mean, honestly, Gammy is probably like in her 60s, looks phenomenal. Utterly snatched. Younger than me. So, so I mean. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> you can have what you want. Sis. Right. I really don't care. Oh, y'all, y'all into polyamory? Okay. And I got one nigga. And one nigga got me. And that's and it. There we <laughs> and are. That's Here it, we bitch. are on today. <laughs> well, that's it for the Hot Tops Trade in America section of the show. We're going to take a really quick break and then we'll come back. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. All right, we are back, and you could have had a bad bitch. No committal. Um, let's read some of your letters. All right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. This first letter comes from Maricela. Oh, I love it. I made that up. Oh, cute. She says, my best friend and I have been friends for almost our entire lifetime. We've been there for each other through every heartbreak, etc. But lately she's been giving me some real shade towards my relationship. <laughs> It all started when she wanted to plan a getaway for her birthday last year. When she hit me up with the details, I told her that I wouldn't be able to make it because my boyfriend had had already surprised me with a vacation to Colorado that was booked and paid for. She was upset and said something along the lines of, well, I guess you only have time and money for your man now. Not once did she show excitement for me or sound happy that I was traveling and exploring new things with the love of my life. You could have went out with a bad bitch. (laughs) The second event occurred when we were trying to plan our monthly girls night. 
The weekend that I was available, she was not. And the weekend she was available, I wasn't because my boyfriend and I had a mini weekend getaway planned, something that was put into motion weeks before and was already planned out. Again, she threw hella shade and had the same energy as the first time. Not once did she express that she was happy for me or excited for me. (laughs) Last weekend, she sent me a link for a vacation she wants to take and says she needs to get so said she needs to get away and wants to go with me. When she mentioned the dates, I explained to her that my boyfriend and I have a trip to Europe planned for those days. Her exact words were, y'all are unbelievable. Every month is every month is some shit. Guest friends don't matter anymore. And now that your man is around, it's extremely upsetting that someone who is supposed to be my best friend never seems happy for me being able to travel the world with someone I have a healthy relationship and am very happily in love with. Do you guys think I'm being a neglectful friend? Is my best friend being a hater? What do you think? And what do you suggest I do in this situation? Thanks again, Maricela. I stand for your friend. Um, <laughs> I, I just, well. I live personally. Um, I mean, after like three, four, five goddamn attempts yeah. for us to link up again and each and every time, oh, my nigga, I got to go. And, yeah. you know, we are really in the mood for some Dairy Queen. And <laughs> I just, it's, I'm so sorry. The dates, like at some point you, when are you going to go to the boyfriend and be like, hey, so yeah. I can't, you know, I haven't hung out with my friend in a right. minute. Like, let's rearrange this or like let's switch the plans up so that we could link up with my friend like come on you know like one or two times with where you know you it just so happens that you already had plans with this nigga cool but you and she both know at this point that you have gone out with a nigga or put the nigga before the relationship that you have with your friend yeah and it sounds like a very good friend that you've been friends with for a while so i just personally i would feel too bad to be like nah girl sorry again dick so bomb and just can't wait to see the eiffel tower like nah you yeah you friendship is just as important a relationship as any other one in my opinion yeah. you know like our let me say rather probably more important honestly that it's just as important to um, tend to those relationships and to be good and, you know, considerate and stuff like that because otherwise, why? Right. Um, but I just feel like there has to be a, a point where you see where she's coming from. Like, she's yeah. not necessarily bugging. Right. Um, and yeah. So, like, I, I kind of get the whole girls' night thing where it's like a monthly thing where y'all kick it and the weekends don't match up or some random vacation she wants to take. And y'all already have it planned. But you said the first instance was that she wanted to plan a getaway for her birthday and your man had already paid for a vacation for y'all. What I don't understand is why you as a friend didn't say, hey, my best friend's birthday is during that time. I cannot go on a vacation. Let's go some other time. Like, it seems to me, and I know that you are happy with your man and he's great and you're so in love. But girl, the fact that you scheduled a vacation during your best friend's birthday is really fucked up. It's fucked up. And so no wonder her feelings are hurt, you know? And now every other time she tries to kick it with you, you're doing something with your fucking man. Like, at what point do you tell your man, hey, you have to sacrifice so that I can kick it with my friends? Thank you. 
When does that happen? Because you've given us three different scenarios where you told her my man is more important. God forbid that you break up with this nigga and you need somebody to talk to girl, about because you know who girl, not to. Girl, because you're going to be running to that bitch and she's going to be like, oh, are you not with your man? Oh, where is Darren? <laughs> when I tell you I'll give you a Dorothy's Bornax <laughs> slam door to the face, like, okay. stay right on the porch, bitch. Yeah. Because I don't have nothing to say to you. I would just be so, like, annoyed with you, honestly, because... Of course, weekends are not always going to match up. I make plans with my friends all the time. Some shit comes up. Yeah. It's fine. But if me, if like you're my best friend, like you said this girl is, and she scheduled a getaway during my birthday with her man, I would feel a way about that. I would. I would feel like, really, girl? And I understand it's paid for and y'all can't cancel and all that other bullshit. But, bitch, it's my fucking birthday. Why would you do that to me? Three, four goddamn trips with this nigga already. When are you going to sacrifice something for right. your best friend? I don't understand. Like, right. I don't understand that. So I think what you need to do is maybe tell your man, hey, I know we have a vacation plan for Europe during that time, but such and such really wants to go on a vacation for her birthday. So how about we go to Europe, you know, three or four weeks later so I can kick it with her because I don't want her to feel like I'm neglecting her for this relationship. Yeah. Something like that. Because, Absolutely. bitch, you already missed her fucking birthday. You scheduled something with your man during her birthday. Girl, I mean, that's fucked up. Like, don't do that to her. Come on, she's not. She has reason to be aggravated exactly. with you. And you would probably be in your feelings if she just stopped reaching out to you and started going on trips with everybody else. So you see her on the gram smiling ear to ear like the fucking Grinch <laughs> and not giving a fuck about you, bitch. Like, yeah. you know, when you do have the time and mama is out and fucking Waikiki yep. or wherever and didn't invite your motherfucking ass. Right. And then you feel You're some gonna kind of You're going to be hurt that you didn't get the invite. But like, girl, why invite you when all you ever do is say, Clearly, no, I'm with my man. Every time you with your man, okay, Beyonce, nothing else there for me clearly you want to stay where you at right cool so you know i just suggest you you find the balance between loving your man and and you know just having a great time with him and all that and maintaining the friendships and the relationships you already have because those are incredibly important and again like girl during her fucking birthday like <laughs> i just come on sis you can't do people like that and expect them to be totally okay with it so i feel like both of you have room to like get to a middle ground but you especially need to if i scheduled a trip during my friend's birthday i would be trying to do my best friend's birthday i was literally just i would be that. trying to do something special before for her before I left. I would I was literally just gonna yeah, say that. I would be doing I would be planning something huge for her. Like because I miss my fucking best friend's birthday. Like come on. Like you missed right. her birthday to go and be with a nigga and you didn't be like, girl, let's do like a quick brunch right. or something. You didn't even offer an alternative like, like but however, you know, brunches on me and da 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 or what like you didn't you were just like too bad bitch right do you like her ass like what the fuck good luck to y'all though I'm sure you can work it out our next letter comes from Roberto who says my partner and I decided to move in together a year ago things have been going well we both work nine to five Mm -hmm. and make enough to pay the rent each month and save a little money however my partner is not happy with the amount of money they make and they are always talking about getting another job Recently, they told me they're interested in doing sex work in indoor parlors and selling their nudes for money. My initial reaction was shock, and I didn't know how to respond. After doing more research on the subject, I learned more about sex workers, and it also left me very confused in regards to my partner's wants. 
I have nothing against sex work, and I now know the complicated history with marginalized women, especially trans women in the community who only survive because of sex work. True. Mm -hmm. I grew up pretty conservative and feel uncomfortable with the idea of my partner doing sex work because to me, we aren't in a life or death situation and are saving money, and there are plenty of other jobs that pay well. My partner insists that this is what they want to do, and they don't care if it makes me uncomfortable. I respect their decision, but I can't seem to get past this. Should I move on from this relationship and let this person live their life how they want, or am I being too dramatic? Thanks. Love, Roberto. I mean, I feel like, Roberto, I would say if you are coming to them with a job in hand, you know, like okay. if you're if you're bringing opportunity to the table, then maybe, right. you know, I can't say that it is illogical to feel some kind of way about your partner sharing their nudes online. I think that it is probably uh, I would take it a lot better than them having actual sex with other people. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like you you know, you you did make the attempt to try and get an understanding of it, but I think that you're still passing judgment or you still sort of have, like, um, a difficulty wrapping yeah. your, your mind around it because of how close it is to home. Right. But, like... You know, you're you're saying how there are lots of other jobs out here and and things like that, but discrimination, especially towards transgender people, is a real ass legitimate to this day thing. I just feel like again, yep. if you unless you are like, hey, boo, so I I know such and such, and they're ready to hire you or whatever. Like, if you're gonna bring an opportunity to the table, <laughs> then I feel like okay, yeah, but. If you got a shrug just like they got a shrug, I don't, I don't really know. Right. Huh. I mean, you're free to break up with, with the person if you just cannot handle it and maybe they'll understand, but I don't know. Right. So I think if you really can't get past it, then you need to let this person go. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe it's just me in my old age and being like this ultra liberal who lives up north and all this but I don't really care if my partner wants to sell nudes online I don't think I would care either. that don't mean nothing to me or you want to sell videos of you jacking off or playing with yourself or whatever I do not care I don't think so it may be more difficult for me if you were doing actual porn right that may be harder for me Maybe. to accept but this I feel like I would be like look get your fucking money bitch you gonna make $300 in two hours off of these dumbass niggas hell yeah cause bitch that's my money to go to Red Lobster okay <laughs> So. I would be all for that shit. So if I were you, I would try to get the hell over it because it seems like you don't have any other issues in this relationship. But if you're at the point where you're like, mm, no, in my heart of hearts, I'm way too conservative and I can't handle this, then yes, let your partner go and let them flourish on their own. I just don't. The whole, you know, I'm conservative and I feel like we're doing good enough so you don't have to resort to sex work. Sex work isn't always a resort to profession some people people really revel in their sexuality (laughs) and they love getting paid for doing what they feel anyway so i yeah being you know the thought of people enjoying whatever their expression their sexual expression or display 
it. So yeah, it may not even be a resort thing. Maybe, you know, this person actually has options and is like, you know what? I actually really love my nude body and I'm going to do that. And it sounds like you're saying your partner is a trans woman and I can only imagine the struggle she's facing, if that's true, in her everyday life, like trying to work in corporate with, you know, one presentation and maybe maybe a different name than what she goes by and people asking ridiculous questions and being rude or whatever else. Right. That's another thing I wasn't even thinking of. Right. Like Like, being in the workspace (laughs) comfortably. Being in the workspace comfortably is so difficult for trans people, especially trans people who like haven't had you know everything done to where it looks like they totally assimilate in society you know everybody's not an angel some of us are mother and and like mother said a couple weeks ago bitch like you're lucky because you passed but i don't so enjoy your privilege but you know it's not like that for me so i think you are just gonna kind of have to let your girlfriend take the lead here whatever she feels good and comfortable with doing you kind of have to adjust not assume well the 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 subject says sex worker girlfriend oh but he uses the roberto uses they pronouns for this partner but i'm assuming she's a trans woman because you said now you understand how trans women have used sex work to survive okay so i would just let it go maybe she's fucking miserable at work because everybody is constantly clocking her being disrespectful right and she just wants to make money at home i would let it go but if you can't then yeah let her go because she deserves to not have to like let her find a person who's gonna be like you know let it all hang out yes i'm cool 100 percent. okay i need a fake name for a woman um beauticia beauticia says hey y'all some mess popped up after i left your live show in dc I Ubered home to call it a night and my Uber driver was really cute and we got into a great conversation. He's a second generation Nigerian and I told him I've never had Nigerian food. He said, I hope this isn't out of line, but I could take you to get some. He's cute and I'm trying to be more open. So I said, sure. Normally I date lawyers because this is DC, but they've all been trash. (laughs) And a sweet guy who drives Uber full time might be a refreshing change of pace. He texted me to ask about dinner. I told him it's better to go when I get back from vacation. I always look niggas up after I meet them. I did my Google and Instagram search and I'm 98% 98 sure this man has a kid on the way. At first I wasn't (laughs) sure because his name could be the John Smith of Nigeria, but his first name is extremely Western, so I doubt it. I found his Instagram and the bio said soon to be dad and also mentioned a football team that does not have a big fan base in D.C., I saw a baby registry pop up with his name. And when I looked up the mom on Instagram, she's posted the ultrasound and says she's so happy to experience this with the love of so her life. So did you say that you have reason to believe? Because <laughs> when I asked him if he had an Instagram, he said that he didn't. But I moved the conversation to sports and he's a fan of the same football team that's listed in this Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Also, I could see the name of the health center on the ultrasound and it's in the same Virginia suburb where he lives. Let me tell you something. <laughs> SVU. I have decided to try to have fufu with somebody else. I don't do this mess, and there are plenty of other niggas. Detective work. <laughs> Break up with him doesn't even apply here because he's a stranger. The real question is, should I ghost this man? Should I ghost him and then block him? Should I present him and or his baby mama with the screenshots of this encounter? Wait. 
I feel bad for her because he should be rubbing her feet instead of texting me and asking me what kind of dates I like to go on and talking about the vibe we had. I also don't want to let drama into my life. And he knows the neighborhood I live in because he dropped me off. I watch a lot of investigation discovery, so I don't play these games. (laughs) Thanks. Me too, sis. I had to to cut that shit off, actually. Thanks. And I love the show. What did you give her? Beautitious? Mm -hmm. Okay. Beautitious. I mean, she know the nigga blood type and everything. Right. So, Come like, on, um, my thing is, if you did word. your Instagram and your Googles and you feel like this is this man, but he's lying about it, I would just confront him about it. Maybe that's just me. I love confrontation, though. I don't know why you care. Mm, damn. Damn, that's a good question. Why I mean, do I don't. Care? First of all, are we not assuming that he is like in a relationship with whoever it is that's having his baby? I think she is assuming that. So that he's in a relationship and just out here fucking around with other girls. Like, you don't know what their actual connection is. They could have broken up, but they're excited that they're having a baby. They could have. Mm. He could be someone who homegirl was like, I really want to get pregnant. And hey, do you want to do you mind being a, yeah. a baby daddy that I'm not in a relationship with? Like, you don't know what their thing is there's a whole lot of people out here expecting kids that are single as fuck so it doesn't really have so much bearing on if you want to go and have a good time would i like seriously be taking this nigga serious as a like possible uh partner for me and my future white picket fence child dog not right now (laughs) child dog (laughs) like i would not be doing that at the moment but bitch you could still go and get you some good nigerian food and flirt like what's the problem you know, I, I I totally agree with that. You could do that, but I'm the type of person who likes answers, especially when I'm suspicious about something. Ask over the Nigerian So I'm just straight food. up be like, so what is this? This your baby or not? Like, be real with me, nigga. I don't believe, not that I don't believe in ghosting, but I don't do ghosting. I don't I don't ghost people. Because I, I would not want to be ghosted. That is so fair. Unless and it is like some situation where we literally never had any intention. Like you kind of pressured me into my number or whatever. If you're being a weirdo. Right. That's different. But if we have had conversations, I'm not going to ghost you. I would probably, because he hasn't said anything to you about expecting a baby or having kids. I would on a date over some delicious night, because at the end of the day, you need to get this food. Like that, I think like that's kind of the (laughs) bottom line here. Like you haven't had Nigerian food. What the fuck is your problem? So I would ask him over dinner, like, so do you have kids? And see what he says. Expecting any kids. Lord. And if he lies, be like, okay, so you know what I Googled you. <laughs> like, oh, your shit. Instagram page says you have a kid coming. Then take a bite mm-hmm. and give him an Olivia Pope-like look <laughs> and see what he says back. Because at the end of the day, then, if he, like, is upset about the fact that you know that he has a baby on the way, then fuck that nigga. At least you got the dinner and you can go about your business. I just don't think that you're in a position right now with this man to give a fuck about him possibly having a kid or not telling you that he has kids or whatever. You ain't got to raise the motherfucker. And you're not in a relationship with him at a point right now where it should even matter that he's expecting a child. Yes. So I think that if anything, I would be more interested in seeing if he would lie about it. Because you having a kid that's not mine on the way is one thing, but you being a liar is a completely different thing that's right that is effect that will affect me <laughs> absolutely so that would be what i'm interested in let me see if this is gonna lie about it or not and if yes. i know you're a liar okay cool thanks for dinner it was very nice to meet you thanks for dropping me off go you know go with god <laughs> but yeah i kind of feel the same way like i i truly understand where you're coming from here sis but if you don't ask him about it i don't really think you can 
like say anything about it. I would just want like, you know, I'm gonna show you this Instagram. Is this you or not? Nah? Because I don't think you're even totally sure about that. And then let's just figure it the fuck out. Like, are you looking for a husband? Why not just have a good time? Like, you Woo! don't have to. I don't. Lord. If he, you know, seems like a cute date material. If he even seems like somebody you where you wouldn't mind testing him out in bed. Do that. Like, you there don't you have go. to. You there can literally you then not talk to the nigga anymore if you find out that he's a liar or whatever. At least you a step ahead of the game. You know what? A I lot of other people that. find out when it's too late. Say it again, because too many of us are like, damn, I already done gave this nigga some pussy, (laughs) and now I like him, fuck. So it doesn't have to be that bad. Really just confront him about it now, and then you can make the decision. But I personally don't, I would refuse to date anybody who has a baby on the way. Cause you just got too much going on, and I'm I'm one hundred. You know what? I'm one hundred percent sure your baby mama is not with this shit. On the way is the key word because <laughs> yes. you do have a lot of shit going on. You got on a lot of shit this. going on. Hit me maybe in a smooth nine ten months. Right. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. can go get a congratulatory cocktail yes. after your baby has been born and that nigga has aired out and all that shit. But yeah. nigga. On the way? Oh, no, sir. I don't have time for that. Mm. And, of course, if he's lying about it, then that's even worse. I mean, but ain't like he gonna be doing anything while it's on the way. Woo! Lord. At best, hopefully, he buying pampers. You know, but maybe not if he's not even being honest with her. But, girl, you don't even know the truth for yourself. She's not so you going have to find out. Yeah. You have to find out before you um, move forward. But I'm big on being like, hey, nigga, I know what's up. So, like, I'm just not calling you no more. Okay, bye. I'm- I think and it's a blessing to know fine. ahead of time. Oh, so you're that kind of nigga? Cool. So if I'm going to deal really with you, is, I know yes. in what capacity to do yes. so. Before you get your feelings wrapped up and involved in the situation. Totes McGoats. All right. Last question comes from Jody, who says, I've been with my boyfriend for two years. We have a great relationship. We come from very different worlds, but we have managed to find common ground. My boyfriend is a sweetheart, and he feels the need to help everyone in his life. When he doesn't receive that same energy from friends and family, he gets upset and goes to a negative place. I am more like a you get what you give kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) And it's don't trust nobody all day. Recently, my boo loaned one of his childhood friends some money and the friend ghosted him. He was so upset about it. I suggested he go to therapy to figure out why he feels the need to please everyone in his life. He's been in therapy for a few months and I can tell he's happier and more focused However, now he doesn't want to do a lot of the cute gestures that made me fall in love with him. <laughs> he no longer makes sure there are chicken wings at the house when I come home from a Why busy brunch. Great, I <laughs> he doesn't leave me a pre-roll when he has to work on Saturdays. And oh, the house now, girl. I literally get the bare minimum now and I'm not feeling it. When I asked him what caused the change in behavior, he said his therapist told him that people should love him for who he is and not what he does for them. While I agree, I do a lot for my boyfriend. (laughs) I do a lot for my boyfriend, so the actions and gestures are mutual. How do I tell him he needs to go to his old ways with me? Or he can start fucking his therapist. (laughs) Love. Do we just get letters from people we disagree with? All, like, all. Jody, <laughs> like, I haven't seen it. Jody was like, "I mean, it's fine that you stop doing shit for others, but bitch, not but for what me." What about me? I, was, I feel like this was like a plot on step by step or some shit. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I only want you Where's to my pre roll? Right. What happened to my wings? 
sis, consider the fact that as you knew when you <laughs> suggested he see a therapist, this nigga has been extending himself for yes. people all his life, apparently. And his therapist likely said, hmm, why don't you take some time to do you, fulfill you, worry about you, focus on what makes you happy and feel good at the end of the day. You mad because this nigga ain't, ain't, ain't left you <laughs> The pre-roll, the pre-roll moment <laughs> really stuck with me. Sis, right. Like, girl, I understand you love that he was so considerate. He had wings waiting on you when you came home from brunch and rolled something for you before you left. But those are relatively small things. Yes. And if he is getting now into the place where he's like learning that he needs to do things for himself and other niggas can kick rocks or get over it, then I think you have to give him a little grace to yes. figure this out. Like, He's he's been a people pleaser all his life. He's just now starting to prioritize himself and his needs. So I would say, you know, with I would probably talk to him and be like, you know, within the confines of this relationship, I love doing for you. I hope you don't mind doing for me. I hope you feel like it's mutual. But if he's like, I need to stop thinking three steps ahead for everybody else then I think you just have to give him the space for that. Because it's not like he don't come home no more or he leave you on red for hours or whatever. Right. You mad because he don't... Kitchen. You mad because he's not anticipating your needs no more, which is real. But I think in this situation, knowing that he's in therapy and working through his shit, I would give him that grace. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Right, because, I mean, you already know this about him and... I get, Lord. I get where you're coming from and anything like that, but it doesn't seem like a conversation for now. And the yes. things that you named, while just hilarious. <laughs> so funny, girl. Also, they're so funny, sis. They're just, like, I don't think that they're big enough things right now for you to be worried about the I state agree. of your relationship. I agree. Like, let the man figure himself out. Let him figure out what a healthy balance is for him and... um in the meantime, roll your own weed. When you're on your way home from your drunk ass brunch, own, you know, order your own fucking wings. <laughs> You'd be all right. Yeah. I think I would let it go, you know, knowing all the things that you know about this situation. It's not like he stopped doing things for you out of nowhere, which I could not. I don't know why this made me think of this, but I tried to finish the first episode of this new season of Black Mirror. Oh, I told the girl in D.C. last week that I would mm -hmm. watch it so we could talk about it this week, but I literally could not finish it. Right. Because knowing that this man was willingly cheating on his wife over mm. and over really fucked with me. Yeah. To the point where I, when she started noticing, like, we haven't fucked in a while. This nigga is, you know. First of all, she was such a great performer. Yeah, she all was great. All of them great. were. But that I, dinner scene. Oh, wow. You made I didn't even get, get that far. Right. It, it really fucked me up because I kept being like, yo, just tell her that you're in this fucking game and and whatever. Like, just be honest uh -huh, about man, it. Oh, man. But you didn't see how it ends. I did not see how it you ended. You gotta finish it. it. No, it triggered me so bad. I feel you. <laughs> I was like, I can't look at you this man. You want me to tell you how it cheating. ends? Yes, please do. Spoiler. I'm gonna put in a spoiler right here. Okay. So, basically, she... She and her husband, like, have an agreement where it seems like on their anniversary, he gives her, um, like... He gives her, like, his ring or something like that. I can't remember. But they basically make an, an agreement where, like, I think maybe she gives him her ring and, like, the game or something. Basically, the agreement is that on their anniversary, she gets to go to the club and fuck whoever she wants to or meet whoever she wants to. And he gets to go into the video game and fuck homeboy. Okay. I feel like that's very reasonable. 
Yeah. I love that. I wish I could remember what the exchange actually was. I just couldn't. But watch she like it. gives him the game, and she's like, "I want that back in the morning." Yeah. And then she hits it to the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I and he does that. whatever the fuck. That episode was quite strange. It was. It was. I mean, weird. it's Black Mirror, but I mean, right. So yeah. it's supposed to be weird. But it was difficult for me to watch because I'm like, dog, just be honest with her. It's yeah. pissing me off. So yeah. now that you've told me how it ends, I'll go watch it. And you really see like the effect of it on her. Right. And there's like a moment where I they're hate having that. dinner together and she's really trying to confront him about what the fuck is going on and she just she killed that performance. oh god okay I couldn't finish it but now that I know how it ends I will yeah mama was I like bitch want- all you needed to do was talk about this god no, niggas are so fucking stupid <laughs> give me a goddamn game <laughs> I couldn't finish it because I'm like, yo, the fact that he's being so dishonest with her is pissing me off. Texting this nigga and then trying to hide your phone and play like you sleep. Just be real with me. And the other nigga just did not give a fuck. We're supposed to be planning another baby and here you go acting a whole ass. Like, it's My just nigga from American me. Soul. Or, wait, no, that's not a nigga from American Uh-oh, Soul. He was in Us. Out. What did I see him in for the first time? Oh, Us. Okay. Yeah, he was the... He was, um, he was the dad in us. No, I mean, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. The other Him dad. And Anna okay, anyways. Yes. Yeah, it don't matter. Good luck to you, sis. I feel like y'all can, all of you actually this week, I feel like y'all can figure it out as long as everybody is not, <laughs> you know, lying. Right. Which, you know, may not be true. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Good luck to you. If you have a question for The Read or for The Couch, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we are back with the read. That's right. I don't really have a lot. So if you want to go first or whatever, it don't matter. I only have two things to say. Okay. Number one, please stop asking female rappers who their favorite female rappers are. I don't care. I don't think most of us do. It doesn't matter as long as they are creating great music. And quite honestly, most of y'all are asking them this in a way to bait stands and other really foolish and impressionable people in creating online drama and back and forth so that you can get traffic to whatever your weird, stupid shit platform is. Um, Stop it. You know that you're just trying to start trouble. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who lack better things to do who will cause it and actually affects really talented, dope people for whatever reason are the next um, mm. It has happened with quite literally any female rapper that I can name, and it's annoying. Woo. Please just let these people make their music, their art, or do with the things that it is they want to do. If you don't like them, you literally don't have to pay any attention to it. There's Facts. that. So true. Um, next, um, I want to say a a very mighty fuck you to Sarah B. Fabian. Um, <clears throat> so this is her. a white woman. Of course. Who works for the Justice Department, apparently, who went in front of uh went in front of some judges and basically they were discussing um the quote unquote safe and sanitary detention center. Woo! Don't get me started on that shit. Oh my god. Sarah and a person named Sarah. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> 
I kind of feel like you were sent out there to speak for some far more calculating and evil people mm. because they see that you don't know how to yes, and I mean. that you would be the face of this ridiculous, disgusting, and evil behavior. You are the one who is receiving death threats. Of course, I do not feel bad for you because I can't imagine how <laughs> you would try to dance around questions like, do you really think that it's safe and sanitary to not have toothpaste or soap? No, or know. blankets mm-hmm. um, for these children Same. that you all have stripped away from their families. I just, I, I, I don't know how you can even try to fix your mouth to to dance around those questions or act like they aren't completely valid ones. And clearly, you don't either because you really didn't have much of any fucking thing to say because you know, as well as anybody else with a functioning mind, uh, that that is complete bullshit and this administration is fucking garbage and is going to hell in the hottest handbasket for it. Ma'am, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about, you know, the threats that you're getting. I don't give a fuck about how this is affecting you or your family. You're also the same person who apparently last year... When um, there was uh, a discussion happening about bringing families uh, back together that you all divided, where you apparently told someone you were unavailable for the hearing because Ooh. you had to dog sit. Lord. Sarah, your name's Sarah. Like, don't beat a Sarah. Like, you, what? Girl, fuck you. Um, fuck everybody that you work for and fuck everybody that has anything to do with all of this. You are a complete idiot. I don't pity you. And I also don't pity Donald Trump and the rest of these bastards that are literally out here treating kids like, God. like animals. It no, breaks my heart. This country treats animals better. It does. Than they do black and yeah, brown Yeah, you can't kids. even say animals. So I can't even say animals. No, they treated them uh, like they were black. Fuck you, sis, honestly. And you can take that right back to whoever the fuck it is who told you you should be the one. You knew that you shouldn't. And you did it anyway. And you looked the fool. So fuck you and your lineage. That's it. Did you hear the story about the father and daughter who died um, after crossing the border? And the man had crossed with his little girl, like this baby. I don't know how old she was, probably two or three. And he crossed with her at first and um, <clears throat> made it across safely. And then he was going to go back across for his wife. And the little girl panicked when she saw her daddy leaving her. So she jumped in the water. So naturally he went back for his fucking baby and the current just swept them away and they drowned. And of course the photo of their dead bodies has been all across media because y'all don't respect dead brown people. That is what they were talking about. I literally almost So I did not hear this story. (laughs) Yeah, no. And don't look at the photo. uh, No, I won't. Don't go look it up. But But I have heard a lot about people reacting to that. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. And honestly, I feel like that just solidifies the whole thing because they had been in, I think, Puerto Vallarta for a long time because, and again, all of this directly goes back to Donald Trump. Donald Trump tries to act like it's the Democrats' fault for not changing the asylum laws. But this is Donald Trump's fault for acting like everybody who is seeking asylum is a criminal. It's actually very fucking legal to seek asylum. They have every legal right to do that. The fact that the Trump administration is not only holding these people, but separating children from their families is what is fucking barbaric about this. And knowing that this man and his baby died trying to get to safety, just in a country where we have more than enough space, we have more than enough resources. Y'all are just greedy and terrible. And there are really really people that do not have a problem with this 
even when it's clear yes. that people can't even explain or legitimize yes. it. Y'all know that children are sleeping under giant sheets of aluminum foil. Y'all know they have no soap, no toothpaste. There's an eight-year-old in charge of babysitting all the little kids. Like Just because you don't scrub your shit. calves, you nasty pieces. Right. Doesn't mean the rest of us are fucking disgusting, girl. But even if we, even if the kids didn't wash their fucking legs, they deserve soap. It doesn't have to be the fucking Ritz-Carlton-ass soap. It doesn't have to be nice shit. Even but they deserve toothpaste and soap, bitch. It's old, old, oh my God. old ass white folks. It just pisses me off. Are out. just like, how can you yes. say that this is safe and sanitary when there's no toothpaste and these babies can't sleep? Yeah. These judges are like, so look, girl, safe and sanitary is the rule here. It's been the rule for probably 20 years now. And I'm going to have to say no toothpaste and no soap. Kids sleeping on the floor under aluminum sheets, aluminum foil blankets. I'm going to have to go ahead and call that not safe or sanitary. One of the white men was like, not giving them Egyptian thread count comforters. Okay, I can understand, but... And that man, and I think somebody in the Trump administration was like, the cost of taking care of all these people is the same as, you know, a night at the the Ritz-Carlton or the Hilton or whatever. And it's like... Even if that is true, you're talking about the cost of taking care of God only knows how many people versus you and your privileged ass wife sitting up in some five star luxury hotel for one night. You know, you're talking about God only knows how many people, but also it should cost way more to take care of people because we should be better than this. The United States has more money than this. Y'all are just fucking awful. And that's really what it boils down to. It broke my heart to see that story. I literally could not look at the photo. I scrolled right past it when I was reading the news story because I could not deal with it. But my God, one day the children that Donald Trump has radicalized will rise up and take this country over, burn this bitch to the ground. And I ain't going to do nothing but cheer them motherfuckers on. I'm going to be like, that's right, girl. Take it all, bitch. Take it all. Because these people do not fucking deserve. It's so wrong what this administration is doing to these people. So I urge everybody to donate. Just do whatever you can to counteract this. Please, please, please start getting involved with this next election. We need to counteract all of the lies and foreign interference that your president has welcomed and said he wouldn't report to the FBI. And, you know, all this other shit. It's just so bad what's going on. And... The idea that this can be done to children, separating little babies from their families. It's not even, I said on Twitter the other day, it's not even inhumane because inhumane is not a strong enough word. It's just, I, I, right. What y'all are doing to these children is unfathomable. It it's just, unconscionable. It's like, it goes against what anybody who had any morals or values would do. It's literally like the subject matter of like, a fictional book yes. like uh, like it it sounds like the big bad that would be in some yeah. show it does like, it, it, it sounds like this ultimate terrible villain shit you know like the very last level of mario or whatever like the hardest nigga it's like because the worst shit you could possibly think of is getting thrown at you right now to because be who treating does people this? like this human children in, in, in included and then go in front of anybody anywhere and try to like act as if it isn't monstrous. Right. I, I can't believe this is real life. It's just so wrong. And this is the alleged best country. <laughs> or wh- oh, anyway. girl, the lies. All right. So anyway, um, I know a couple of months back, maybe not even a couple of months, I talked about the abortion bans that were sweeping the country. Georgia had a really bad one. Then Alabama was like, bitch, I can do even better. Right. Um, so we are seeing the 
results or I guess the um, some of the fallback of that now. There is a 27-year-old woman from Birmingham, Alabama named Marche Jones. Marche has been indicted on a manslaughter charge because even though she did not kill her unbaby girl, authorities say that she initiated the dispute that led to the gunfire that led to the death of her unborn baby. Mm-hmm. So hold on just a second. <clears throat> so um, this is, again, part of the whole we care more about the unborn than actual people who are here on this earth. This woman was five months pregnant. She was shot in the stomach. The unborn baby did not survive the shooting. <clears throat> but the authorities are choosing to blame the mother and saying that she initiated the fight and continued the fight. And so it's her fault that her baby is dead. Now, um, evidently, the fight is about the baby daddy. And I'm guessing she and this other girl were going back and forth. And so it ended it this way so Mm -hmm. i just i know that so many of y'all want to act like the fetus is the victim here but charging the woman who was carrying this baby in its death when she did not actually cause the child's or this fetus's death is just it's unreal how much y'all hate women it's really unreal and i think we knew that with these abortion bans and these crazy ass people in the legislature, that this is what was going to happen. Like I'm not even remotely surprised, but it's so fucked up. And this is why it is so important to get different people in office. People who actually, although in Alabama, I don't even know if you can find anybody who is like, you know, not totally against women, but it is just so fucked up what y'all are doing to people who are just like, I am sure that this girl being shot in the stomach and losing her baby, that trauma is more than enough. And will affect her for literally all of her days. And at first they indicted the 23-year-old girl who I guess shot, you know, fired the shots in the first place, but the grand jury wouldn't indict her. So now they're going after the woman who was actually pregnant. And it's just like, you know, you could just let, you know, well enough be alone. You could let this terrible situation just be terrible and leave it at that. But no, you would rather... <sighs> cause further damage further harm further trauma to somebody all in the name of the unborn meanwhile had she given birth to this child you would have called her some ghetto ass black ass single mama who ain't doing nothing but shitting out kids and staying on welfare eating up all the food stamps and using all your precious tax dollars or whatever the fuck else it's like you literally cannot win either way but um what i do know is that this woman, uh, Marche Jones, does not deserve to be indicted for her child's death. Like, I'm sure that losing her baby is more than enough. And I need y'all to care more about people who are actually here, living and breathing and trying to thrive on this earth than you do about people whose potential has not even, you know, started yet. Especially given the fact that had Marche had this brown child, you wouldn't have given a fuck about their life at all. Not, in fact, you would have been trying to restrict that child's access to health care, to education, to food, I mean, to safe housing, to clean water. You would have been trying to do everything you could to make sure that child was marginalized his entire life. So, so it's kind of like, how about you mind your motherfucking business? Mm-hmm. But no, because y'all care more about a fetus than you do about people who are actually here. 
It's trash. <laughs> also, um, I know that you're tr- you're like very strictly um, anti-train. You don't get on the fucking train, and I don't blame you. And I start. I'm starting to feel like I need to be the same way. I mean, because I was on the train the other day. MTA has these new ads up, and they're all about fare evasion. They're all yeah. They're targeting people who don't pay the fare to get on the MTA. Okay. And so it is <clears throat> whole ass sign. You know, you know yeah. how signs work, mm-hmm. ads work in the train station. Yeah, yeah. So they have whole ass um, ads up all throughout the train cars that say things like, "We would rather your two dollar and seventy five cent fare than ticket you a hundred dollar fine," and then like all the small print That's about. That's not even true. Just pay your fare, and then other things like. <clears throat> If you have to use a door to get into MTA instead of the turnstile, then don't hold it open for for people behind you and all this other shit. Let me say, first of all, MTA, people are poor. People are poor. This is New York. No one is risking a $2.75 fare for a $100 ticket because they want to. If people can't afford to get on the train... That You know, there's a very good reason for that. It's not like this city has been able to keep up with the cost of living. It's not like everybody can afford to live comfortably in this city. If you are very rich, sure, you're great. But if you've been here all your life and you and your people have just been barely scraping together and barely making it, then girl, a $2.75 fare to go downtown, you know, five fucking stops may not be worth it. You may not have it. And I personally have been in a position where I am scraping fucking pennies. I am pawning my laptop. I have been in the, not just once, multiple times in this this city. I've been in the position where I had to go pawn my laptop, get $125 from them people, spend $100 on my rent for the week, and use that other $25 to hopefully eat and get to work until I get paid again, and maybe I can get my laptop out of fucking pawn and pay my rent or whatever fucking else. Like I have literally been there right before they sell my shit to somebody else. I have literally been there before. And what people don't need is a hundred dollar fine when they cannot even afford afford a three dollar fucking especially ride. sorry, but especially no, when like the the train in this city is not like some luxury or unnecessary option. Like it is necessary for many, if not most, New York citizens to get where they need to go like work so that they can actually yes. make money to pay for anything right. most people who are like sneaking onto the train I actually don't know what they're doing I, I and you know what I actually don't care who cares because the MTA turns a profit regardless and I don't give a fuck about what all you big wigs in New York State or wherever else say have to say about people who are not paying the fucking fare more people pay than don't and God only knows how many tourists come here put $50 on a Metro card. They love getting a Metro card just so they can take yes, it back to where they're from. Yes. And they take that Metro card home with $25 on it and the MTA just keeps that money for fucking ever. Girl, I do not care. The fact that y'all are acting like the big problem with MTA is people skipping the fare and not the fact that y'all continue to raise prices on us while absolutely the fuck nothing improves in the train Thank station you. is the real goddamn Thank issue. You. We're still dealing with high traffic, like major 125th Street areas where the MTA runs and niggas have to deal with the fucking elevator not working. Do you know what that means to disabled people who literally cannot go down the steps? If they can't get on the train, then they can't go nowhere. They have to either wait for the city bus to show up, which takes probably twice as long or three times as long to get somewhere because the city bus stop 
every two blocks or you have to call Accessoride and hope they show up on time. They probably not. And then, you know, God only knows what might happen to you. You might be sexually harassed or verbally harassed or and whatever MTA, else. if you have, like, ridden the train, been on the train around the city, you can tell that they don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will know when you're in an area that actually sees the MTA's money. Yes. You know what I mean? Because shit runs on time. You know, something's coming every four Mama, minutes. Mama, they have Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. You could charge your phone down there oh and not only that there's whole stations where you can like not even have a metro card you just put your credit card in front of the scanner and it'll just charge you three dollars and let you ride on oh in. some of the girls have malls all that shit <laughs> right. all that shit all of that fancy y'all don't good give shit. a fuck about people who really need the train like i cannot get to work without Niggas don't the even train. sweep the goddamn Man. station fuck whole you. time that bitch is musty and nasty rats are partying and shit you know carrying big ass pieces of cake drinking Tierra's fucking yeah, four right. loco there you just go fucking around turning the fuck up like god damn man y'all really don't care about the actual real people who make up this city I am one of the bitches who just moved here and just happened to find success here and who loves this city but I care way more about the people who have been here and who are being pushed out by gentrifiers people who are just trying to make ends meet and the city is doing everything they can to penalize them fuck you you got police officer posted up in the fucking train station trying to see if niggas jump the turnstile let me tell you something about new york city what i know for a fact is y'all got better shit to do than that Woo! i know that for a fact bitch <laughs> i know for a fact there is way more shit on going the on in this city list. <laughs> <laughs> Fair evasion shouldn't even be present. Child, child, it should not even be a thing. Like, like girl, please. Won't we? And they want you to feel sorry for them. We lose so much money. You don't even spend that money on who, the train. People who don't pay for the train. Right. So what are you even doing with that fucking money? Why is anybody at MTA making over six figures when people cannot literally get where they need to go in New York City. I understand MTA is New York State, not New York City. And MTA is governed by the state, not yeah. the mayor and yeah. all that. I really get it. But child, by far and away, New York City is the biggest city in this fucking state. By far and away, most of the resources for MTA come to us. So it should go without saying that like people who can't afford $3 to get to work or school or their baby's recital or whatever the fuck they have to do. Like, girl, you have better shit to worry about. Leave poor people the fuck alone. People are poor. Focus on, focus on taxing the rich in a fair way. Focus on actually making improvements in the areas that need it the most. They don't want to hear that. Focus on more trains being on time. No. Focus on less trash on the tracks. No. Focus on why the fuck do we see these big ass mutant ass rats no. every time. We I take the train probably two or three times a week. I do. Mm. Because it is cheaper and faster. So yeah, sometimes it really Only is when a it much is, faster yes. uh, option than taking yes. a car driving. When I come to the studio to and record the show... Care. When I come to the to the studio to record the show, it is faster and cheaper. Yeah. It is both to get on the train. I know that, and yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not getting on the I fucking train. I hate it, and I'm not giving Everybody you my money. Everybody hates it. Everybody hates it, but they ha MCA has got to do better. Not for us, people who can afford to not take the train, but for people who can't. 
For people who literally need the train to get to work, to get things to, done. To be able to do anything. The, to even yes. possibly give you your 275. Yes. The subway, so shut up. The subway is not a luxury in New York City. It is a requirement to the point where if the subway is not running, you are not expected to go to work. Do you know that about New like, York uh, City? If the subway is not running, you are not expected Thank to you. to work. When I first, first moved here and Hurricane Sandy told all of this mm. shit up and the train wasn't running some places, yes. a lot of the girls were like, what? <laughs> like, yes. Because their bosses were not expecting them. Yes. And I had started my job at MTV then that very week that Sandy mm-hmm. hit. And so, of course, I, you know got on the bus and did all these transfers and walked a long way. It took me two hours to get to Times Square to Mm -hmm. my job at MTV. And when I finally got there, there was a grand total of five people in the building. Right. Looking at you like, right. What are you doing, bitch? And I log into my email and my boss is in a conversation with everybody on our team. Like, hope everybody's at home because, bitch, I could be goddamned if I go to work. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Fuck M T N V. I'm at home. The The train is the lifeblood of this city. If it's not running, if the MTA is out, you're not expected to be anywhere. Anywhere. Like, I feel like even if you had a court date that day, they would be like, oh, well, the train is out. So, you know, niggas ain't going to make it. And that shows you how much of a requirement it actually is for this, right. the people of this city. So if people can't afford it, leave them the fuck alone. Like. I feel like it should not be that hard. Why is the city like that? You harassing people for these two seventy five or whatever, knowing good and goddamn well you're yes. not spending this money on the people. Right. I would like for you to suck toes. Right. You love talking about improvements, but bitch, where are the improvements? Where's the better service? Where's the cleaner stations? Where is where is any of the shit you claim this money is going to? It's literally fucking nowhere. So leave us alone, especially those of us who depend on the train and don't have any other alternatives but the train. Because y'all need us on the train and not in cars. Traffic in the city is bad enough bitch because it's it's constantly i was just in it hella celebrities in this city none of them are getting on the fucking trains and they and them they're not getting on the <laughs> goddamn train to go nowhere the traffic is bad enough if regular ass niggas start taking cars too y'all gonna be fucked you need people on the train so maybe treat those of us who need the train a little bit better and understand that if people are jumping the turnstile or sneaking in through the handicapped door or whatever the fuck else it's probably because they do not have the goddamn money for a 275 trip or Thank a weekly you. card or a monthly card or whatever the fuck else bitch that's probably it huh? you should honestly be honoring and tipping your fucking hats to them for yes. even being brave enough to go down in that bitch that y'all don't maintain or give a fuck about ho right so that just really upset me when I saw it earlier this week. I, and I actually wrote it down. I was like, I'm cussing them. I'm cussing them to right the MTA on the show because y'all got me fucked up. Me and everybody else who takes the train like on a regular basis. Like, bitch, fuck you. People deserve better than this. Do you know how often I thank God for even of all of the blessings being able to just take a car and just be like, girl, because I because I remember moments where I said to myself riding the train because it was my only option. If God ever yep. gives me a day Say it, friend. where I do not have to get on this raggedy, <laughs> pungent bitch. That's right, friend. I won't. Like, that feeling of buying a Metro card, knowing you have to, knowing you have to, and they just <laughs> raised it again, and there is yes. nothing you can do about it. Nothing, because you have to take the fucking train, because you got shit to do, and you have places to be, and you have no other choice, bitch. And so you have to give them your hard, black-ass earned money yes. anyway, yes. knowing they don't give a fuck about you or these trains. That's right. My heavenly father, 
fuck MTA. That's so real. Like, I remember when we first moved here and we were doing this show. And even when we had, like, live shows and stuff and, and you and I would have to travel, I would have to get up, like, three hours in advance so I could catch the one train from 191st Street so I could go down to 125th, walk over to the bus and take that bus that goes to LaGuardia because... I had to. I did not have there was no $35 to go to the fucking airport. I had God to forbid you had to go to JFK, bitch, oh, where it's no, a you flat, got, oh, bitch. flat ass rate. And I like lived, $60 now. And I, I was smooth up in the Heights, but it's 191st in Broadway. So that meant I had to take the one train, which separate everybody goddamn Everybody's house. front yard. Take that bitch all the way down to 96. Pray there's a express train going to 42nd. Transfer from the two or the three to the A, and then carry my ass on out to JFK for another hour on the fucking train. Bitch, you was probably late. I mean, you were probably early to so many goddamn So much shit. Because you had to buffer (laughs) just in case the train was playing one of its usual fuck-ass games. I take the train. I take the train to therapy because my therapist therapist is in Midtown and I go in the middle of the day. So it's like Midtown in the middle of the day, I'm not taking a car down there. It's going to be longer and it's going to be more expensive. When it's longer and more expensive, I will get on the train. Right. But also, at the same time, I have to budget in an extra 15, 20 minutes just in case MTA is on their shit. There's no choice. There is no choice. Because the train will just stop. And oh. girl, nobody knows when it'll start girl, again. Girl, girl, Nobody girl. knows when it'll start again. Like, yes. we have been... Remember that time? I feel like that... I feel like that night that I had that that thing at Coldstone like ages and oh ages ago. Oh my god! I remember had to take when the train MCA stopped that, that night. Yes. Oh my god! That was like four different trains plus a walk and a transfer. It was so much. The train. I feel like that was a night that the train stopped and we were sitting there for like twenty fucking minutes yes. before it started again. And that's just it. There's no apology. There's no yes. my bad bitch. I know you probably got shit to do. Are you tired? No. Nope. That's just nothing. But hey, bitch, make sure you run us our money. Yes. Fuck you. So fuck you. Andrew Cuomo and anybody else who feels like it's more appropriate to villainize poor people who can't pay the fare instead of actually making the MTA work more for the people who live in New York City. I know MTA is for the whole state, but it's got to be 98% of MTA activity comes through New York City. I mean, fuck It's got to be. Nigga, it's like 9, 10 million of us in this one city. And probably, you know, 15 million in the whole state. Like... (laughs) I, I mean, <laughs> I don't feel like that's far. I feel like at least the ratio. Right. It just is really fucked up. And so when I saw that, it made me so mad. Like, girl, Bitch. I'm sorry. There are 19 and a half million people okay. in New York. What? But half of those people live in New York City. There you go. So act like you have some goddamn sense. And that's it. I'm done. You know what? You worry about getting your 275. Tell them again. When a bitch don't have to get on the fucking train, dodging rats flying out of Doritos bags and pigeons just (laughs) randomly being on the train too. How the fuck did you get on the train, pigeon? How did you get on the train? That nigga, because you know he didn't pay his, you know he didn't pay his fare. You came all the way underground and hot. Did your nigga live in BX? Like where, who are you going to visit? And it's easier to take the train and fly all the way down there, bitch. Obviously, bitch. (laughs) My wings be tired, bitch. Why don't you mind your fucking nigger business? And you know what we do? Ride the train with pigeons and rats because they, (laughs) they got somewhere to be as well. First of all, we've been here. So fuck (laughs) y'all. 
<laughs> like, you're in my house, bitch. I just am so tired of rich people acting like poor people are the issue when really y'all's greed when is your the lips, I mean, my God. And that applies to so many different situations. Fuck. God damn, fuck y'all completely. Woo. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Um, don't forget about ThreadUp, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. They make it super easy to stay on trend and on budget, all from the comfort of your own home. You never have to pay full price again, and you can shop guilt-free with ThreadUp. Get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com. read Let me spell it out for you. T-H-R-E-D up.com slash r-e-a-d for an extra 30% off today terms apply go check them out um and i guess you know just thank you so much to everybody who came out to the show in dc yeah dc you're so great all you the guys, time you know like i said it there but i feel like dc is has to be our second most visited city because y'all always show so much love and we always have such a great time when we're there. So it also reminds me of Moesha for some reason. I feel like Moesha would have lived. Moesha would have went to Howard. Yeah. Like I feel like adult Moesha lives in DC. 100%. Absolutely. She works for the government. She comes home and bitches about Donald Trump every day and how he's, you know, limited the budget of her department or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she and Q are just having a great life on U street somewhere. Probably. Absolutely. So thank you so much, DC, for coming out. My Thanks for friends. all of the, the um, suggestions also for Black Owned Dispensary. Yes. Sorry that your dispensary um, experience didn't go the way it should. We'll be back. And we, right. We absolutely will. So, um, and you have a very fancy, important, cute party coming up this weekend. Yes. 305 Live is on Sunday. That is June 30th. Happy Pride Weekend for those of y'all who are coming out here to do the rainbow thing. We're going to have a great time. For those of you who will be there, we'll update you on the door ticket situation asapually. But if you do have a ticket and you're going to be there, you can expect to hear Megan. You can expect to hear Trina. That's right. You can expect to hear uh, Megatron. You can expect to hear uh, maybe some rico nasty oh yes um and you know maybe we'll even play that press song for those of you who enjoy it <laughs> um the things you know Who's DJing? uh dj queen of spades as queen well of spades will play megatron dj dimples and oh dimples is coming too yes. amen so it's gonna be a great time i'll probably be pouring Duce down some of your throats because i'm inspired by megan the stallion singular or not um, yes, I want to drive the boat. Yeah, I'm double. I, that's that's going to be a thing. Thank you so much. Also, we'll be at the Essence Festival. We will. Ew, 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 ew. I'm actually so excited. Yeah. I love Essence Fest. There's so much going on that weekend. So if you are going to be in New Orleans that weekend, bitch, we will also be there July 5th, Essence After Dark in New Orleans, Louisiana. You can get your tickets, tickets, not tickets. Yep. <laughs> their tickets girl July 5th 6.30pm at the Orpheum Theater tickets available at thereadlive.com to get that link it um, will take you straight on to Ticketmaster but there's so much going on that weekend so many dope people to come see and etc we will talk more about it of course but I just can't wait to go to Cafe tomorrow. you know oh god and we you know we just gonna fuck up our vignettes and drink our coffee and be high as fuck <laughs> that one Cafe Dumont that's open 24 hours we'll be there <laughs> I love New Orleans with all my heart and soul. Y'all know how I feel it about is it. It's just it's a perfect a city. 
magical place. Oh like, God. honestly, the United States of America doesn't deserve New Orleans. You're right about that. It doesn't. Like, New Orleans needs to, like, yes. gain independence somehow. That's why I screamed when Solange said she was moving there. Right. It's just <laughs> a magical we place. The food, the culture, yes. the landscapes, the architecture, the niggas, the yeah. accent. Yes. I and I saw it. some tweet from a New Yorker the other day, some northerner. Who said something like, it's National Praline Day. If you like pralines, just know you lying about it. And I'm like, bitch, first of all, pralines are a goddamn delicacy. Um, How dare you act like people are lying about liking pralines? Discover pralines. When you right, you had never had one before. Yes. So when you tasted that praline goodness, you were like, Oh my god. (laughs) That shit fucked you up. Absolutely. You weren't ready for that. So when I saw that tweet, I was like, this is some northerner who don't have no... You don't even you know. You know what? Stick to bagels and pizza, sis, because what you don't know is pralines. That, I mean, <laughs> shut your mouth. Be quiet. Honestly, be quiet. There's so many great things coming out of New Orleans, and we cannot wait to see y'all there for Essence. Um, it is going to be a great time. All right. Anything else this week, friend? Um, I think that's about it, but uh, I don't really have a life hack. I just wanted to say, Lord... I don't know what you what your plans were uh, when you allowed Nabisco to create carrot cake Oreos. I feel like I feel like this has something to do with discipline for me. I don't know what it is that you meant um, or you mean bringing carrot cake Oreos into my life. Um, I've already smashed the whole box. I was about to say, how is it? I've never heard of this. Bitch. Oh, God. I have to have it. Carrot cake Oreos are now top two Oreo for me, and they are, are not you serious? number two. If you like carrot cake, I love carrot cake. I, first of all, if you don't like carrot cake, I don't trust you. Stay away from me. I don't. <laughs> do you enjoy cake? Do you? You're just not okay. Because you know I mean, is? what if? Okay, nigga, delicious. I'm so excited. Delicious. Oh my god. I so, absolutely have to try it. I'm just sham fucking wow. Hallelujah and amen. My God. <laughs> I just have to now try. I just have to pray now that I don't ever find another one. Cause I cleaned that fucking tray out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you eat a whole bag Did, of them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In one night. Friend, what? So good. <laughs> Lord, I don't know what you mean or what you're doing, All but right. thank you regardless. <laughs> so I'm going to make it my personal mission to bring you some. I'm going to find them and I'm going to gift them to you. You're welcome in advance. I, okay. All right, guys. We will see y'all next Goodbye. week. Goodbye. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.